joining us now from covers.com nfl betting analyst but more than just that senior industry analyst it's jason logan from covers.com good morning jason thanks for joining the show today doing well doing well so jason um my contention is that in the year of the backup quarterback where everyone (laughs) is injured the kansas city chiefs are the most disappointing team in the nfl they got quarterback health with Patrick Mahomes. They have the number two ranked defense in terms of yards allowed and points allowed. And I know they're going to win their division. They're going to have a winning record. But not, I tell you at the beginning of the year, Mahomes misses no time, and they've got the number two ranked defense. I imagine you think their record is better than 9-6. and six. Yeah, I mean, you'd want to, you'd want to say that. Uh, I, think, I believe that loss to the Raiders um, this week uh, puts them under their season win total. For at most places, mm-hmm. so a disappointing season for anyone who was backing the Chiefs for that Super Bowl. Uh, you know, they, to keep it rolling after the Super Bowl, but it was a tough matchup for them in that game. And I think the injury to Isaiah Pacheco was a big thing because once he went down, that offense got very one-dimensional, and the Raiders didn't have to worry about the run. They were able to bring a lot of pressure. They play that deep shell. Um, they protect against those home run balls. And then they were getting great pressure on Mahomes and, and kind of taking away the short hits by keeping him on the run and, and making him throw some bad throws out there. So it, it, while you know it was a divisional win, and I want to say you know we want to give some credit to the Raiders, um, you know it was a, a bad situation with Pacheco going down. I think it could have been a very different ball game then. There could have been a lot more balance. But I mean, again, it's this receiving corp as well too. They're they're letting him down, and, and the, the drops continue to happen. We saw Kelsey even shorthanded Travis Kelsey drop some balls there in that game on uh, Christmas Day. So, um, you know, as, as much as you want to point to Mahomes as, as the quarterback, I think the guys around him just haven't haven't stepped up as well either. So, And, it's, and it, 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 I feel bad for the defense because that's kind of the one thing that um, always came on late in the season. But the Chiefs have been able to kind of hold that defensive uh, intensity all season long, and the offense has come up short. So I'm sure they're going to figure this stuff out. I wouldn't start counting out Casey. Uh, especially if they get those home games at Arrowhead. Well, that's what I just wanted to follow up. That question was, if the playoffs started today, mm. would you feel confident to bet against the Chiefs, or are they still the team to beat in the AFC? Uh, I mean, I guess it's all going to depend on the number, but as long as they're at home in a playoff game, um, you know, Andy Reid is going to be a better coach than, than most of the coaches he's matched up against. And you have to kind of have the confidence in Patrick Mahomes to kind of rise to the occasion. Um, and like I said, this defense has continued to play well all year. So, I mean, you match them up against a lot of teams uh, that they're going to have the coaching advantage and the defensive advantage and then likely the quarterback advantage as well, too. So uh, I'm not, not bailing on the Chiefs just yet. And by the way, it needs to be said, when I look at the 9-6 record, there's not be saying it's on Mahomes. It's the fact that they've had him healthy. All these other teams are losing their quarterbacks. They're nine and six with a healthy quarterback, a healthy Mahomes, and that defense. To me, it's remarkable. You know uh, who the playoff up. matchup would be today if it started, Matthew? Who? Who would it be? Kansas City hosting the Buffalo Bills. I take the bill, Jason. Okay, let's go there for a second. I would take Buffalo. It's a revenge of the last the, third, the, the, the that crazy playoff game a couple of years ago. I think I actually I would feel pretty confident taking Buffalo. Just because I mean, with Kansas City, we've seen these issues all year with their offense. And, uh, yeah, I think I would take the Bills. 
I don't buy into the like. If you need revenge to get up for a playoff game, then yeah. there's something, something you're broken too. with your team. It's a playoff game. You've got to you've got to be ready to go no matter the circumstances or, or narrative around it. If it's in Arrowhead, I think it's a different situation. Um, you know, Kansas City. We've seen Kansas City drop some games on the road, but I think if this game, if that game is in Arrowhead, I'm leaning towards Kansas City. Wow. Who is who is your silver medal team in the NFC? 49ers, <laughs> even despite what happened against Baltimore, they're they're the gold. Who's second on the podium? Philly, Dallas, or Detroit? And by I heard your laughter, it means you probably could maybe just throw a dart at any one of the three. But is there yeah. one that's uh, – or is the real issue that they're all sort of clumped together? Yeah, nobody necessarily wants to win this division. Uh, that's, that's the weird thing. Uh, I, I want to say the Eagles – because I, uh, while while they seem to be like in panic mode, eleven and four, you know they're switching out, uh, getting Matt Patricia in there, calling the plays to kind of demote the uh, defensive coordinator. Uh, there's a lot of kind of uh, rumblings out of the locker room that their their players are unhappy with the offense. It seems one dimensional for them. Um, you know the, this is still a team that has a very good defense, a very good offense, very good two way team. The thing, like you'd say, the Detroit Lions maybe two two B because they're they're playing well and they they could score, but that defense is still an, an iffy situation. You look at Dallas, Dallas still you know they have a win over the Eagles. We're kind of stumbling in that long stretch of that gauntlet that they had to run through November and December and caught them at a, a bad spot. Uh, but the Cowboys, and I'm a Cowboys fan. I mean, it's it's one of these teams that you just if they have to go on the road in the playoffs, it's going to be a big, big issue, and it looks like they're going to have to. So, um, I would say, I would say, I guess my silver medal is the Philadelphia Eagles because I still think their ceiling is much higher than what we've seen. They're not playing their best football right now, which could be a problem. Let's see what they do the next two weeks. Jason, um, I know you like to put a couple wagers in, but I've been known I've been known to do that from time to time. Yeah. Do you think a good value future play mm. would be the Cleveland Browns to win the Super Bowl? Oh my God! <laughs> uh, so we're talking, plus five thousand right now. I, I mean, Joe it. Flacco I, is I, incredible I, right now. What he's doing. <laughs> This guy well, is a young Patrick yellow. Mahomes right now. <laughs> uh, okay, yeah, young Patrick Mahomes. Um, the Flacco thing worries me because, I mean, as much as his yardage has been great and the touchdowns have been great, he's throwing a ton of INTs as well, too, and those are just backbreakers in a playoff game. And then Cleveland, one of these two face teams where the defense has just been phenomenal at home. Mm-hmm. They haven't been able to replicate that thing on the road as well, too. They're probably going to have to head on the road somewhere. So, uh yeah, no, no. I think that's. I, I think there's probably a better way to, to spend your money right now. Not even there's a sprinkle. Be, wow, with that defense sales out there. Yeah, I know. I li- I like it though. I I like it, Carlo. It's your YOLO bet. It's you know, it's the opposite of uh, taking the cowardly way. Uh, Jason, how many points would the 49ers have to be favored by? For you to bet on Washington to cover uh, the Commanders, they're they're getting locked into a top three draft pick. The 49ers yeah. got to be ticked off after losing to the Ravens. What does that number have to be before you say, ah, "I'll take Washington"? I, and I did bet. I did bet San Francisco um, minus thirteen and a half, getting under that key number of of fourteen. 
The, the Niners, I will say, have uh, if you go look at that their their ATS success this year, it hasn't been great, and it hasn't been great as big favorites. They've kind of let taken their foot off the gas a bit in the second half, and we've seen teams kind of challenge them in the second half and upset some of those those bigger numbers when they're laying some of the bigger numbers out there. Um, I think like the Tampa Bay game there a little while ago, they had Seattle. Seattle had come back on them a little bit. They were 16.5-point favorites. But, I mean, you say with Washington, yeah, this is a team that even – and the funny thing is, is so Montez Sweat, they, they traded him to Chicago at the deadline. And a few weeks ago, Montez Sweat said, oh, it's so nice to be in a team that actually cares. And he was like, that locker room over there in Washington – they're they're counting down the days until the season ends, and I think any fuel or any hope that was left in the tank with the Washington Commanders died on the field in East Rutherford on uh, in Week 16. They had that big comeback. They bring in Brissett. Uh, they had a big comeback. They lose on that last second field goal to the Jets. So I think any hope or any motivation for them is just quashed. Then they, there's a ton of kind of uncertainty around this team as well too in terms of the quarterback position. They bench Sam Howell two two weeks in a row. Uh, Ron Rivera likely going to be gone. They're going to be shopping for a new GM as well, too. It's a brand-new ownership there for Washington. They're probably going to try to make a, a big splash in terms of coaching. And then, like you said, they got that number three pick, so they're probably going to go after that. Uh, was it Drake May from UNC? He's he's kind of floating around that number three pick, depending on where Harrison goes. So, yeah, not a lot of motivation for Washington to show up in this game at all. So uh, I would say I'm, <laughs> I'm good and comfortable at the 13-and-a-half right now. Yeah. Yeah, I would say maybe maybe like a an under 17, 16 and a half maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh Jason, uh did Brock Purdy cost himself the MVP with that performance and if you're a betting man, who are you betting on to win the MVP with 2 weeks left? Uh definitely didn't help his case and then we see Lamar jump. Uh, as high as he did there. He was kind of what, like the second or third overall choice now, sitting like minus 170 range. Um, Dak absolutely off the board now too, plus 2200. I, I didn't want to bail on Brock Purdy, mainly because they play Washington this week. So I think he can very much atone for those four interceptions and in a, in a kind of a bum game against a, ba- a very good uh, Ravens defense. Washington, if there's any team where he can light them up and have like a 400-yard day with three touchdowns and absolutely decimate a defense, that's this Washington defense that has just been burned by the passing game. So I would not kind of pull the parachute yet on Brock Purdy. It's really going to come down to, because you know these, these things are voted on, and you can look at Lamar, and if the Ravens continue to win out, I think Lamar is the guy. Brock Purdy, the stats are there to back Brock Purdy in terms of like all the QB ratings, whether it's advanced or basic stats. It's all there. He's, he's, he's high up on the board, and the wins are there to back him up. But you're going to have people voting on this saying, well, they, you know, it could be anyone in there. Anyone can throw a, a screen pass, and anyone can throw these short little slants and stuff like that. Um, so you kind of have to judge what is the common consensus. But for me, I mean, Lamar Jackson is is the, the 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 guy that stirs the drink there for Baltimore. So it's tough to say it's not him. And then Christian McCaffrey moving up as well too. This is a guy who I actually bet to win Offensive Player of the Year before the season started. Yeah. So that one's looking that one's looking pretty good. At least if Tyree Kill uh, kind of slows down here over the next few games. So it could be something where McCaffrey gets Offensive Player of the Year. And then Lamar Jackson gets MVP, but I, I wouldn't pull the parachute on Brock Purdy yet. I think he's, he's set up for a game, uh, a redemption game here against Washington. 
Jason, always appreciate. Everyone go to Covers.com. Check out his piece now on some of the bets he likes for the upcoming NFL week, including eh, maybe this is the week to bet big on the Dallas Cowboys. But you got to go to Covers.com to check that out. Jason, thanks so much for joining the show. Thank you, guys, and Happy New Year.